1: The North Texas stories you need to know. This is the All Local from News Radio 1080, KRLD. It's a rainy afternoon here at KRLD. Thank you so much for joining us on the Afternoon All Local. I'm Austin York. Dallas police still don't know what caused a parolee to become angry and start shooting inside Methodist Hospital on Saturday, killing two.
0: 30-year-old Nestor Hernandez was on parole and wearing an ankle monitor. He had to get permission to go to the hospital, but the hospital was never notified he'd be in the building. Dallas Police Chief Eddie Garcia says Hernandez was in the maternity ward because his girlfriend had just given birth. There was an infant in the room. Garcia says Hernandez first beat the girlfriend, shot a social worker, then shot a nurse. A hospital cop was nearby. Hernandez reportedly reloaded his weapon and started to leave the room, still armed with his gun. Sergeant Rangel fired one shot from his department-issued weapon and hit the suspect in the leg. Hernandez went back into the room after being shot, and after a standoff with police, he was taken into custody. Garcia is infuriated that a violent man like Hernandez was allowed in the hospital, but that there was a breakdown in notification. From the Dallas Police Headquarters, L.P. Phillips News, Radio 1080 KRLD.
1: Cleanup began this morning after the State Fair of Texas' 24-day run in Dallas. Carissa Condianas with the fair says big techs will be taken down on Wednesday morning. You know, he's had a long month. He's been up there um, welcoming all these 2.5 million fairgoers. She says food left over from about 90 concession stands is being donated to local food pantries today. That's in addition to the more than 280,000 pounds of canned goods and 13,000 pounds of produce collected from the North Texas Food Bank during the fair this year. Today is the first day of early voting and all this rain isn't stopping voters from getting out and casting their ballots.
0: Voters are coming out despite the rain. They've got their umbrellas, they've got their rain jackets, and they are not letting this weather keep them from casting their ballots. I want to make sure the vote is counted. That was the most important thing that I've done this year. I'm at our Redeemer Lutheran Church in Irving. When I got here this morning, which was before 7 a.m., before the doors even opened, there was already a line stretched across the building. Things have settled down a bit since then, and people tell me the process of voting has been very easy, very quick. They say that's good. That's what they want. They want to get it done fast and avoid crowds and stress come election day. No reason not to vote. There's lots of machines. It goes by very very quickly, lots of staff. Early voting runs through Friday, November 4th. Innerving Bailey Friday News Radio 1080 KRLD.
1: The Texas Rangers have made a lot of changes over the past few months, and now they got a new manager. Bruce Bochy managed against Texas in the 2010 World Series when he was with San Francisco.
0: I had seen from the other side, I've seen these fans in the frenzy and how excited they were about their team and what great fans they were. He says the Texas Rangers have done well in the draft and have a deep system to complement a core that's already in place. I wouldn't be here if I didn't want to help bring a championship here to Texas. Owner Ray Davis says Bochy represents a rock in the Rangers Foundation. I've made a commitment that we're going to spend the money that it takes to put a competitive team on the field. And it's not just for one year. We're looking to put a competitive team on the year for multi-years. Bochy says this may have been a disappointing season, but he sees potential for next year. At Globe Life Field, Alan Skaya, News Radio 1080 d
1: It was a shootout in Stillwater on Saturday, and the Longhorns came out on the short end, forty-one to thirty-four, despite leading for much of the game. Head coach Steve Sarkeesian says they just couldn't snuff the Cowboys out. I thought we created quite a few explosive plays, especially in the first half of the game offensively. The second half really struggled to find rhythm in what we were doing. You know, we had some opportunities late in the game to make some plays. Didn't quite capitalize on it. Really struggled on third down in the second half. Next up for the 5-3 and three Longhorns, a trip to Manhattan to take on number 22, Kansas State. Cowboys bounced back against the Lions 24-6 to yesterday to improve to 5-2 and two in the season. It was also the return of quarterback Dak Prescott, who was coming back from an injured throwing hand. I felt great. Um, I felt comfortable with everything. Uh, dumb. Definitely didn't bother me. Wasn't a thought in my head. Um, felt like after a few throws, um, yeah, I was, I was back into it. Prescott says while well, he didn't play his best, the defense once again carried the team. The way this D-line and the way the secondary and just the linebackers, honestly, the, the, the whole group, just the way that how hungry they are, the way that they attack, uh, Special especially as I said, is something that I saw obviously in training camp I've seen in these last five weeks and it's just great to be able to go out there and, and be a part of them. Cowboys didn't come out completely unscathed. They lost cornerback Jordan Lewis for the rest of the season with a foot injury. Next up for the Cowboys, the Chicago Bears come to town on Sunday. With your afternoon All Local, I'm Austin York. The All Local is updated three times a day. For the latest news, traffic, and weather, listen to News Radio 1080 KRLD. Visit KRLD.com, download the Odyssey app, or ask your smart speaker to play 1080 KRLD.